Welcome back to the Merge Feast. My name is Blake Hogmo. I'm here with Logan Hogmo and Brandon Johnson. Brandon, you're uh, back after last week being out sick. Um, so welcome back. I think uh, this episode we need to start off by just jumping straight into tribal. So uh, kick us off, Brandon, and don't pull any punches. Yeah, what's going on, Blake? Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm feeling so much better. Um, yeah, so this was overall a really interesting episode. We had a tribe swap that we'll get into a little bit, but we had a tribal council uh, with Reba. Reba went to tribal for the first time, and it consisted that tribe consisted of D, Julie, Sifu, and Jemaya, all original Reba members, and they had Sean join their tribe. And I really thought that Sean was going to weasel his way into getting Reba to vote each other out. I thought Sifu was going to actually go home. He was going to pull it off. I was rooting for him the whole episode. And then we get to Tribal, and this guy manufactures, engineers, whatever you want to call it, a quit. He has this whole realization that he wants to be back at home with his family because that's his real adventure. He had to go on this big adventure that millions and millions of people want to go on to realize that he doesn't want to do that and he wants to be somewhere else. And it's a bad look always when somebody quits, but it's a bad look when we're four episodes into the season and this is now our second quit. And honestly, if you want to count Brandon, really two and a half quits, but really, really frustrating to to see somebody just up and decide and out of nowhere that they don't want to be here anymore and for me it all it, it just almost makes the episode feel like it was a complete waste of time to watch because there was this whole build up like he was gonna pull it off and then he does that that's all i got who's next <laughs> uh yeah so again like you said great episode for the most part uh, ending it off with tribal uh, going into it. I was in the same boat. I thought he was going to kind of, I thought Sean was going to weasel his way into it. They were going to vote Sifu off. Um, I don't know when he came to that realization of wanting to be back home with his family, all of that. If it was in the middle of tribal as he was talking, if he kind of made his mind up before he went, uh, I don't know. Um, like you said, I don't love that look of quitting or just like vote me out, especially that being the second person this se this season so far to do it. And I don't know. It was a it's frustrating, and it almost at first I was like, is he like almost playing this up too much to make Sifu think he's safe, or is he really? like wanting them to vote him out and then got to pretty much the end was like, okay, yeah, he was legit wanting them to vote them out, wanting them to vote him out. But uh, it's frustrating. But other than that, I thought the episode was a really, really good episode. I liked seeing a lot of um, the tribe swap and a lot of that, like you said, we'll get into, but, uh, but yeah, like, what'd you think? I mean, you guys are spot on. It, uh, 
I absolutely hate the fact of people quitting, um, especially like you said, Brandon. It really almost feels like three of the four people have quit. I know Brandon didn't, and he ended up wanting to stay, but I mean, he was on the verge. <laughs> like He could have been convinced to quit. I don't know if that speaks to how the game has changed and how it's so much harder and the fact that they went, what, what did they say? Was it seven days or nine days without fire? Um, it may have been less for Sean because he switched tribes, but if that just is wearing on people mentally, because it is odd to me that they've all been from Lulu, uh, that they've wanted to quit. I know they're the only ones to to go to tribal, but, um, I mean, obviously Reba went this week. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of rambling here because I'm, I've, I've really enjoyed the 90 minutes. Like we, we say every single time, I love every part of the episode and then I'm just left frustrated and not frustrated to where I don't want to watch it. Like I, I, I feel like I love it even more than I have in the past, but I'm just left every episode frustrated and I don't know what I I don't I, I don't know. I, I can't even well, let's let's jump into it because if you get on uh Survivor Twitter, people are questioning the casting at this point. And you start to wonder yourself, do they have a problem with casting? Are they not vetting these people properly? Are they not doing the things that they need to do to make sure that they have the best people possible to be on Survivor. And I don't know if that's what that is or if it just happened to be unlucky. Because if I look at the last three seasons, four seasons, I think, especially Survivor 44, that cast was one of my all-time favorites. So I don't. I think they're just unlucky. I don't know where you guys are on that. If it's a casting issue or if it's just, oh, man... We had two people quit and did not see that coming. Yeah, I think to me, it, I don't know what else they could do or how they would vet people to make sure they don't quit because, I mean, from the beginning, everybody that's on Survivor, I don't feel like people are just going on there just to be like, oh, I went on Survivor. Like, I feel like these people are people that have watched it from either day one or have fallen in love with it kind of like you had you didn't always watch it whenever you were growing up but you've watched every episode and have fallen in love with it so people like that i don't know how they would vet people or how to how they would go about making sure they don't quit um i think the speed of the game with it being faster paced the group that didn't have fire, didn't have food, all those different things. I think it takes a toll mentally, physically. I, you know, they probably aren't sleeping great on bamboo. From, I mean, just lack of everything there. Right, but at this point, it's for this season forty-five is Survivor. You know what you're for signing sure. up for. Yeah, for sure. No, for yeah, sure. It, it it makes you wonder about the casting, but I I I have a hard time believing that that's the issue um it may have just been unlucky um i don't think jeff saw this coming at all um i mean you could kind of see the look on his face was like what are we doing uh, but i sat there wondering 
how Survivor can change or put different rules in place um, or pivot like mid-tribal to make sure that that doesn't happen. Part of me almost wished to stop this from happening in the future that Jeff would say, hold on a second, we're not going to engineer, you're not going to talk people into voting you out because you like don't you aren't man enough to actually quit are you going to quit and like press him harder and actually let him quit and then say perfect grab your torch let's go nobody voted you out you quit almost embarrass him a little bit for quitting and then still say and we're still gonna vote somebody out the game doesn't stop because you quit and almost like I don't know, be a little harder on them for quitting. Maybe that's, that's actually, too harsh, but I don't I don't know. You're on to something there though. That's actually a really good idea. Hey, you can quit if you want, but guess what? You're we're still voting somebody out. You're screwing your tribe over even more by doing yeah. this. Hope you're happy. Haven't and then they it really done that makes before? you think it's possible. I don't remember if they have or not, but I feel like there were times that, and maybe it was when somebody quit not at tribal that they ended up still going to tribal, but I also know there's times that they haven't. So I I don't remember, but it, I feel like that's the only way that you can do that is almost try and either talk them out of it. And then when they decide to quit anyway, make it a little more harsh that you don't, you know, the tribe hasn't spoken. Like, yep. I don't know. I hope that they, I hope that he didn't get to stay and do his little post-exit vacation that the contestants get to do. I hope they just shipped him back to his home and said, see you later, see you never, actually. It's just, yeah. it's annoying. And what does that say? I mean, it, I, I don't want to call out his character because I that that I just don't want to do that. But Sean's a school principal. What does that say to like all your kids? Like things get hard, and you just like realize you're not into it anymore. Like I don't know. It's just it's a not a good look, and I, yeah. I did not love it. Yeah. What? Uh, hey. I see that you're really you're really struggling in class. You're not getting good grades. Well, you know, I watched you on Survivor, Mr. Sean, and you know, I'm just I'm not really loving math class, so I decided I don't want to do it anymore. Right. So <laughs> I don't Oh. And I knew something was up because when it seemed like a pretty straightforward tribal, but there was still almost twenty minutes left in the episode. And I was like, okay, what? how is Sifu going to pull this one out? Because it seemed like he was gone. And then halfway through Tribal, just, I don't know. Yeah, that's what's interesting is... I don't actually know if Sifu was going to get voted out. Because it felt like Julie was... Julie was kind of in the camp that I'm always in. Because uh, Jemaya was... Uh, leading up to tribal like oh we got to get sifu out because i don't trust him and julie's like whoa 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 we gotta we gotta even get to that point before we can think about that so we gotta have a strong 
how do you avoid tribal? You win challenges. And that's always been my thing. Why would you want to vote out the one guy that is going to help you get that victory? You're just going to become the new Lulu. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think Sifu was still going to go. I think Sifu was going to go. I think Julie thought that of we need to keep him, but I think she was just going to go with the majority just to keep the peace and happiness there. So I think, I think Sifu was still going to go, but I mean, we'll never know, obviously. Um, but I, I would agree. I think keeping the team strong to a point so you can win challenges. So you don't go to tribal. I think that's the way to move and that's the way to play. Obviously, at a point, you need to, hey, this person is going to win a ton of challenges. It's going to be, they're a big threat. But at this point in the game, you need to keep the strong, stronger people that are going to help you win challenges so you don't go to tribal and can make it to the merge and then play that individual game to a point. I think the one good thing to come out of tribal is the fact that it was not unanimous. Um, I don't know if you guys caught there at the end when Sean and Sifu were hugging and Sifu asked Sean, hey, did you vote for me? And Sean said, no. Um, and that was, and obviously looking at episode or the um, the teaser for next week, it sounds like Sifu's going, you know, trying to get revenge a little bit. So I think that'll set up the next couple weeks. Um, but that honestly, that was the best part uh, or the best thing to come out of this tribal. Yeah, I think uh, him catching that and it'll be interesting to see how he confronts or figures that out. Um, I think D made a fairly big mistake there. I know they've got the three girl tribe or alliance there. So Sifu's kind of on the outs anyways, but I think D made a mistake there of voting Sifu and oh, being the only vote for him. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. She, that was, she mess misread that situation entirely. She should have voted Sean and just said, see you later. Cause let's say that every, like, I mean, even if you keep Sean, Sean clearly doesn't want to be there unless we would have figured out it was all, all an act. But just misread that situation, and it will be interesting to see kind of what happens with that, if anything, because Sifu's still in the minority, so it might not really even matter unless Jemaya does something different, but she doesn't want to work with Sifu either, so I don't know. I guess it would be Julie that would make a make a pivot there. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm always curious to see how people, if they will try to lie their way out of it, or if they'll just steer into the skid. I'm like, nope, I just don't like you, Sifu. Sorry, had had a chance. Or if she would pull something like, you know, I just, I didn't want it to be unanimous, and I don't like that the fact that he quit, and I'm, you know, or... I don't know, just something, but I had, I don't know. It's, it looks like they're going to go to war. It'll be some good episodes coming up. I think trying to figure out the team dynamics of who's with who and all of that going forward with the new tribes. 
if you guys are good with it, do you guys want to jump into kind of the breakdown of the switching of the tribes and stuff of that? Yeah, before we do that, I wanted to uh, to talk about how Sean handled being blindsided last tribal. Um, normally, I feel like people get really frustrated when that happens, and like, I can't believe you left me out. But he was almost like, I mean, he seemed a little disappointed that he was left out, but he just ran with it and seemed almost happy that he was still around and like let bygones be bygones. I I really I started out thinking like, okay, like Sean can do this. And then the way tribes got swapped, I'm like, okay, he's gonna gonna do it. And then I don't know. He started out strong. It's weird. This episode's weird the way that they edited it because they really set it up like Sean was going to do something because he did, like you said, he kind of had this, like, it is what it is, like, ah, this might as well have happened to me because nothing has gone right so far. But he was like, ah, okay, we'll we'll move on. And then I, I don't know what happened. So we get to um, the tribe swap and... It felt like people knew that might be coming, but pretty much everybody seemed surprised that it was this week. And I did not realize until Jeff said it, but this is the first tribe swap that we've had in the modern era since 39, right? Season 39? Uh, Yeah, if they did a tribe swap in 39, the most recent one I could think of was the Brains tribe from Tony's season. That's that's true. I I guess when he said modern era, I was thinking that was cuz 40 is when they switched to the shorter um 41, 40s winners at war. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I don't know when the last tribe swap was, but um it's definitely been several seasons. And I mean, let's talk about Lulu they got the short end of the stick. I mean, they all got split up. The best thing that I think before seeing it, I thought, okay, the best thing that could happen to Emily is to stick with Caleb after what they just pulled off. And then all three of them got split up. It was, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was really... just like, dang, they're just sticking it to lose again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Might as well have happened. Nothing has gone right for them right. so far. And you see where Sean ends up with four Rebas and just himself. And honestly, at that point, you're like, well, see you later, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, Lulu went from zero to hero though, with the tribe that they got Caleb, Kelly, Bruce, Katura, and Jake Poor Katura can't get rid of uh, Bruce. She clearly, <laughs> clearly hates the guy. And I honestly, that that uh, confessional she had where she was going on about how much she hates him, I'm actually curious about how long that went on. She's gunning for him. They are not making her look great. Anytime you're just dogging on somebody, I don't think it's a great look. Um, I was, it's like every time they try to make Bruce seem just kind of annoying, it like start to get a little annoyed and then I'm like, oh, dang it good old uncle bruce <laughs> but it like when he uh 
when they had the flint and he pretended like he lost it. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, this is what she's talking about. And then he pulled it out and I was like, okay, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was funny too. And I was, I thought, I thought I was a little tired with Katura. Like you can't, like, you're not going to like everybody when you yeah. play survivor, you got to move past that. That's a personal thing. Don't let a personal vendetta ruin your experience, ruin the game, get over it. You might need him. Yeah, I mean, you might need him. And like you said, don't let a... Yeah, you're not going to get along with everybody. And there might be somebody that really annoys you. But if you put all of your focus on that one person, it's just going to it's gonna ruin the rest of the game for you. One, enjoyability. Two, I think you lose focus on everything else that's going on around you. Because you're only focusing on that one person trying to get them out. Step back. Look at everything. Keep him in the back of your mind. Let's try and get him out. But don't make that your sole focus. I think that's going to hurt her. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sticking with Lulu for a minute. What did you guys think of um, Jake and his conversation with Caleb at the well? I thought it was interesting that he was... Like, oh, I know I want to work with you, but, you know, I don't want to talk about it a whole lot because I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know you quite quite well yet. And I thought that was an interesting way to go about it. But I guess when you're Jake and you're just from a numbers standpoint, you are the majority in Lulu. You don't have to be desperate. Hey, Caleb, right. I see you, but hold on. We'll see what happens. They kind of go back to or Caleb and Jake, they met um, previously and was like, hey, I'd love to work with you. I think from the standpoint of Jake and being, like you said, kind of cautious about it, I think was smart. I don't think it was a bad move. Clearly, they've had some run in before. um, And I think having that just a, hey, I want to work with you, take it slow let's not like just get too crazy i think was i think i think it was smart and totally fine and leaves the door open for almost caleb to come in and prove himself or kind of gain some trust there and then that relationship um to explode so i think it was i think i don't think it was a terrible meeting by any means yeah i don't think so either um it was it it was an approach that i don't remember seeing very often. I mean, everybody always says that they want to work with everybody. I mean, if you're having a conversation strategically about the game, you're trying to work with that person and to come in and say, Hey, I think I want to work with you, but let's get to know each other a little bit better first. Make sure this is going to fit essentially. I'm curious how Caleb took that conversation because at first, I thought, okay, that was a really good interaction, but Caleb seemed way more interested and happy about working with Katura when she was telling him that she was ready to get Bruce out. And and maybe I just read that situation wrong, but he seemed way more um, eager to work with her than he did with Jake. And maybe that was just because she seemed eager to work with him. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see how that will play out the next several weeks and how kind of how Caleb took that conversation with Jake. Yeah, and I I think um Caleb like you said Caleb was 
almost more open and like excited to work work with Katura. I think just because she was coming towards him and saying, "Here's what's going on," even though, again, trying to get Bruce out is her her personal thing, and like she just doesn't like him. I don't know if everything she told him was true because nobody else necessarily wants to get from what I've gathered doesn't want to get it Bruce out. Right. I'll be curious to see what else happens there and if he's like okay, she's just trying to get him out or I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see all that that tribe play out. I think honestly I I could even see them having some really good runs at uh challenges and not having to vote anybody out for a little while. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I actually, they they looked really good in the challenge. Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. I think it might be a while before we see Lulu at Tribal, but your point, Caleb, being eager to work with Katura and Survivor, knowledge is power, and whether it was true or not, Katura was willing to talk to Caleb about tribe dynamics, and Jake was not, so... It's easy to be excited about that when somebody's actually willing to tell you something. Especially knowing you're on the bottom. Knowing you're on the bottom, oh, somebody wants to talk to me. And, you know, maybe maybe uh, she does have a personal vendetta against Bruce, but guess what? That's, that's, that's telling me she doesn't want to come after me because it's Jake Guitar, Bruce, and Kelly are all from Bellu. Similar situation to Sean. Caleb's on his own, so they could easily be like, hey, Caleb, you're out, but for him, he's like, I, I might have an opening here, so it could work, and to stick with Lulu, we spent a lot of time on them, uh, Kelly is there as well, she's been kind of under the radar so far, and she, you know, was kind of playing in the middle, that was her game, she's been upfront about that, and now that there's a tribe swap, her playing in the middle has kind of played to her advantage, because she doesn't have an alliance, no, she wasn't, I'm with the girls, I'm with the guys. She was just like, I'll go where it's convenient. And now she can kind of open up her game and maybe actually go forward with somebody. Yeah, she. Uh, I think she's playing really well strategically, but quietly um, to where she's not a big personality that everybody's focused on just yet. Uh, she She could be a dark horse and make it a decent ways. Going to Bello, I thought that was a interesting group that was kind of the only group that was split. What was it? There was two, two, two from um, Reba, two from Bello, and then one Lulu person. Yeah. And correct? That Lulu, Lulu was Emily. Yep. I thought it was awesome that Austin and Drew were able to stick together with that alliance. I love that alliance. So I think that was really cool. And I think the switch for Emily, even though I think it would have been even more beneficial for her to been able to stay with Caleb. I think this is a great spot for her to be in. I mean, she like she said, she's able to start over, take some of the things she learned from Caleb on how to talk to people, be open, be fun be herself in a in a in the way she knows she can i think even though she like i guess kind of the odd man out not having somebody else i think she's in a good spot and can very easily obviously be that swing vote but it seems like she's kind of hopping in with austin and drew 
And I like that trio. I think that could be a really fun group to watch. Yeah, it could get interesting. And I thought it was smart by by Ivy League Drew to go, ah, oh, two, two, and one. I got to make sure that I get the one before anybody else gets it and take control of this beach. So you have Drew kind of getting ahead of a potential problem down the road and just bringing her in. And Emily is like, heck yeah, I want to do this. And again, I think it's kind of similar to Caleb of, Oh wow. Somebody wants to work with me. Yes. And back to Emily kind of restarting very smart of her to be like, I have, you know, I have nothing to lose. I'm just going to tell you what's been going on in our tribe. Here's everything that's gone down. You know, here's where I'm at. And she had a chance to make, kind of a new first impression on a group of people. And I think it went over really well for her. I agree. It it really did. And yeah, I forget who it was that said that um, they're like, she was kind of made out to be this like mean, rude person. And she's been great. We really like her. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, cause after after week one, I'm like, all right, I'm an Emily fan starting week two. And uh, and it was cool to see her not revert back to what she was the first couple episodes or the first uh, couple days, I guess. Um, first episode. So that was uh, that was fun to see. But yeah, I I like the idea. and I'm kind of thinking ahead here when it comes to the merge. I like the idea of Drew and Austin pairing up with Emily and then hopefully bringing back Caleb in. I, to me, that is a much stronger Alliance and a much more fun Alliance than um, D and Julie with Austin and Caleb or uh, Austin and Drew. I'm sorry. That one seemed like not super strong and I know it worked out last episode, but um, I just, I like the thought of uh, Emily and Caleb getting in with Austin and Drew a little more. Yeah, I, I think it'll be fun, fun to watch. Um, like you said, kind of getting down the road of uh, the merge and all. Next, I mean, after kind of got to know some of the tribes, some of the tribe dynamics, we go to the go to the challenge. Starting out, kind of a, a different challenge. We've seen. I don't know if we've seen something similar. Um, having to move the bamboo and all shooting the baskets. I thought it was a, a cool, cool challenge, not super extensive or super long. Like we said earlier, Lulu absolutely crushed it. Uh, I think they have some more of a couple of these stronger people out of all of the contestants on all on one tribe. So they were able to really move that cage the best. That challenge looked brutal. I know it wasn't, super extensive but the bamboo in the water and then taking it out of the water and i don't know how far they made them carry that thing but when they panned out i was like wow they are not messing around with this challenge and i honestly i thought for some reason i thought it would have i guess it makes sense that it was heavier on land but i thought it was going to get lighter on land and then jeff was like it's about to get really heavy just brutal yeah, I thought that too, because in my head, I was like, okay, these are filled up with water. 
like they're going to be water soaked and or waterlogged and heavy and then all the water will drain out and it'll be lighter but i, I thought that was really cool that it ended up being heavier and yeah logan i'm with you i don't remember seeing i mean we've seen challenges where they've thrown the balls into the baskets but never where they're carrying something like that um it was it was a cool challenge. I, I liked it a lot, and I didn't realize until the end when Lulu got Flint for winning that they didn't have Flint. I mean, I I knew that, but I didn't. I don't know why it didn't register that that carried over into the tribe swap, and uh, I was like, oh dang, that's that's true. They whoever joined Lulu. Kind of got the short end of the stick because they didn't have fire. Yeah, Lulu was very much bare bones, and them winning the challenge, I was super excited for them. Even though it's a different group of people, um, I think I was more excited for Caleb. First win, uh, like immunity, not having to go to tribal. Super happy for him, and then just to see Lulu win and be able to get the fire, because I mean. Time and time again, you hear fire represents life. You need fire to cook food. You need fire to like stay warm at night. All these different things, whatever it may be. And not having fire for, I think it was seven days, seven or eight days, would be brutal. So, super happy for Lulu. Um, but yeah, all around, pretty pretty cool challenge. Yeah. I was really hoping that that's how how the tribes would um, would shake up for the immunity challenge. Um, Bello and Lulu, honestly, looking at the dynamics of everybody, Reba seemed like kind of the the more boring one with less going on. Um, the people that I'm I'm not as excited about. Um, so I was I was hoping that Lulu and Bello would pull it out. I want to go back for just a second. There were two things that I wanted to touch on. What did you guys think of Bruce kind of breaking down by being back at his old camp? Yeah, I had that in my notes as well. Uh, I, you know, you, you, uh, if you're applying to Survivor, it's your dream. It's a dream of yours. And to get there and, have it pulled out from under you due to just a unfortunate injury. That's tough on its own. Obviously he was able to get a second chance and come back and it's almost like he relived it all over again. Oh, this is my beach. This is where I was. And I think it just hit him like I'm doing this again and I'm, I'm in a better spot. Yeah. I think it was mixed emotions of, like thankful that he's there again because having a freak accident like he did and being pulled out from the game would absolutely suck and especially if he didn't get to come back and relive that dream so kind of going through those again seeing where he was sitting whenever they took him out of the game all of that I think it was mixed emotions of happy thankful excited and I mean, good for him to be able to say, I, I just needed to let it out. Like 
I was just overwhelmed and to be be okay with doing that in front of everybody I think I thought was really cool yeah I thought it was a, a good moment for Bruce and kind of in the midst of Katura painting him as like this guy she doesn't like um it was I don't know it, it was a good look I, I liked it I really felt for him and uh, I don't know why I didn't again I didn't even realize I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't realize that they would be use the same three camps. Um, I, I don't know why. It didn't even ever cross my mind until that moment. Yeah, don't they? Don't they own? Is it? Don't they own the island, or like that's where it's always at? They just the same. They don't own it, but they have a they have a deal with EG to use that. Okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to get your guys' opinion on um, was D and Sifu going through Sean's bag. What do you guys think of that? I, for some reason, always I, I we see it quite a bit, but for some reason, I thought it was against the rules to do this. I think it's kind of a weak move by them to go through his bag because he's alone by himself. Like he's Lulu there, Reba. I think it's kind of cheap, but I thought it was kind of funny that they were going out of their way to like, oh, we got to make sure that it's, you know, tied correctly and all that. So it doesn't look like we did anything, but I don't know. I'm not a fan of going through people's belongings. Yeah, I I think like you said, Brandon, kind of a cheap move of you've got the numbers why i mean i don't know i i don't like i don't i don't like going through other pe- people's belongings all of that like i understand the wanting to know and have safety of okay he doesn't have an idol we're good let's just vote him out but if you're turning around and already questioning maybe going sifu route or whatever it, it just didn't make sense to me and again i thought it was funny that they grabbed another bag and tied the knot the same so they could get it back the same to make sure all it was good. That's smart to do it that way, but I, I, I didn't love it. Yeah, I, I hate the thought of going through people's bags. It's just cringy. But at the same time, I don't know that I could say that I wouldn't do it because you need every advantage you can get. It's a dirty move. I think it's villainous. Um, but... You know, if you're not playing on the edge and, you know, you're not in the famous saying, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So you got to do everything possible to get an advantage. I just don't love it. Yeah, I just don't feel like you should have to take your bag with you every time you go take a dump in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, it's, (laughs) I, like, it's, for me, the, the, I know like you crave knowledge and information in the game, but for me, like the beauty of it is being able to have somebody share knowledge with you, share info with you. You're just going to try and steal it because somebody's going to get water, going to do take care of some business. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wish they would make it against the rules, but I don't know. The other random thought, and this is totally off the wall. Um, do do you think they got they provide sunscreen? I feel like they probably do because they do a significantly 
better job than they used to of like covering up their wounds with bandages and taking care of them that way. So I feel like right. for overall health reasons and they, I feel like they probably do. I kind of thought so as well. I just, uh, this episode was full of things that I'd never really thought of. And uh, that was another little one that was like, yeah, I wonder if, because you never really see anybody get super sunburned anymore. I think the season where I want to say his name was Caleb. I could be wrong. I think it was like beauty versus brain versus brawn. Maybe not. Uh, the guy that they did that challenge in the sand in the hot, hot heat. And that guy like passed out and he had to get life flighted out. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I think after that season, I think they started taking the health and wellness of the contestants a little more serious. Because before that, it was just, they kind of just were like, all right, there you go, you know? Which I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't hate on it. I, uh, I think it's smart. Obviously, I'm not, not against it or anything. I was just curious. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being out. Obviously not out in the sun 24-7, you're in the trees and all of that, but you're, I mean, there's a good a good, chunk, good chunk of time you're out in the sun, so I, I would fry if I was out there, so I think it'd be um, it'd be hard not to have sunscreen or something there, but yeah. We, uh, we ready for Survivor of the Week, or we got anything else? Yeah, I mean, other than just kind of touching on like scenes from next episode, um, and looks like Jake kind of falls over again, and it didn't look like he was around fire, smoke inhalation, whatever, like we had talked of last time. But be interested to see what's going on there. If he's, if it's dehydration, if it's lack of food, or if anything else comes of that, if they've highlighted that twice, I think um, something to kind of look at and worry about a little bit, but I think next week will be an interesting episode of from that to seeing how um, Reba plays out with the whole voting situation and all of that. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting episode next week. For sure. Because Jake, when he fell like both times, he kind of, almost looked like he had a small seizure um convulsing a little bit so i don't know it, it, i also thought it was interesting the last time that he kind of passed out that they didn't call medical in um i mean i i know he was fine and came back to normal pretty quickly but uh, they they normally show that if medical comes in and checks somebody out and they didn't there um I would assume they will this time, but uh, I don't know. I really hope he doesn't have to go out because if if we've had two out of four people full-on quit and then we get a medical evac five episodes in, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be left a little dumbfounded. What's uh, Survivor of the Week? What you would you guys think? Oh man, this one's tough for me. I don't 
I don't know. I honestly don't know that I have one. Um, and I'll I'll pick one, but gosh, I'm between Drew, Emily, and Caleb, and I feel like I always go between between all of them. Um, I really really like just how Emily is playing and how you know be paired up with with Drew and Austin. Um, and but same way with Caleb, he, he, in my opinion, is playing the best game up until this point socially. Um, but all of that being said, uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Drew. Um, he's got the safety without power advantage, the goodwill advantage, and I know that wasn't this week, but he has set himself up to be in a really, really good position, um, pulling in Emily so quickly. And some of it was luck, the fact that he got on the same tribe as Austin, but um, I, I really like the position that Drew's in, and he's also playing a, a really good social game and is just smart about what he's doing. So I think I'm going to go with Drew. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in the same boat as far as there wasn't anybody that made a huge splash this episode. So it's, it's tough, but for me, and I, I haven't said this on record yet, but I'm picking Caleb, not only as my survivor of the week, but the winner of this season. Oh, um, I wasn't ready to I wasn't ready to say it yet until this week. Um again kind of carried the tribe to victory in that immunity challenge. Got to work socially um on the beach with his new tribe mates. Back still kind of up against the wall. He's got a lot of work to do, but he checks all the boxes for me for what you want in a survivor player. So locking it in Caleb is he's winning season 45. Interesting. I like it. Um I think I think that's a good good choice for that. The only thing that makes me nervous about him is I think a lot of people do see him as like okay, you are playing a pretty good game so far. You've got the charm, you've got the social game. He's clearly done well in challenges. Um I just don't people don't see that and say, okay, we've got to get Caleb out um, because he is playing such a good game, but I like the call. So um, on the survivor of the week for me, um, I think I'm, I'm going to say Emily for me. Um, I think getting put into a new tribe, the way she handled um, herself of getting to know the people kind of just being that happy, happy person of didn't, wasn't uh, what people expected of her. And I thought she did really well with the whole tribe swap. And I think um, we'll kind of propel her forward. So Emily's going to be my survivor of the week this week um, going forward. We'll see what happens, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, other than uh other than Emily, I think I think we're good to go. Uh interesting episode for sure. Um looks like we will have another good one coming up next week. So um I think that'll be all for this week. If you guys would 
listen back next week. I'd appreciate it. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys later.